Welcome to the Empowering Industry Podcast, a production from Empowering Pumps and Equipment as the voice of the pump and related equipment industry. I'm one of your hosts, Bethany Womack, here to introduce a bonus episode of the Empowering Industry Podcast. Most episodes, you'll hear Charlie and myself talk about social media, preview the news from Empowering Pumps and Equipment, and then do an industry interview. This special episode, it's just an interview. You're about to hear Charlie interview Barbara Martin, Director of Engineering and Technical Services at American Waterworks Association. We brought her on the podcast to share with you everything you need to know about ACE 21 All Virtual. That event will be held June 14th to the 17th, so next week, all virtual, obviously, and there's a link in the show notes where you can register. ACE 21 All Virtual offers premier education, timely insight, and networking opportunities aimed at solving the water sector's immediate and future challenges together. Just a couple more things before we get to the interview. Please do us a favor, rate, review, subscribe, wherever you're listening to this. That way we show up in your feeds every Monday with new episodes. We'd also love to connect with you on social media. Tag us at Empowering Pumps using the hashtag Empowering Industry Podcast or email us at podcast at empoweringpumps.com. Okay, without further delay, here's your interview. I'm so happy to have you here and just excited to have a conversation with you today. Uh, This is me getting to know you as well. So just start by introducing yourself and letting our readers or listeners, I guess, uh, know who you are and what you do. Excellent. Charlie, thanks so much for having me here on your podcast today. I'm Barb Martin. I'm Director of Engineering and Technical Services at AWWA. What we do in our group is oversee the technical operations of the association. So that's everything from creating educational content to AWWA standards and manuals to content for conferences such as ACE. And in that role, we're fortunate enough to work with thousands of volunteers in the development of programming and technical resources. Well, I'm curious, how did you get into this space? Oh, like a lot of other people, I sort of fell into water. I started college, believe it or not, as a music performance major and quickly learned that becoming a professional euphonium player was not a way to a very lucrative future, at least not for me. Um, So I took some courses in water chemistry, really fell in love with it, and ended up doing my graduate work at Colorado School of Mines, um, where I got into disinfection byproduct research, research, and the rest is really history. Water is so essential, and we're just never going to stop needing it. Um, And so it's really a career that I, I hope to stay in for the remainder of my career. Awesome. Well, I know this is off topic, but it just reminded me of uh, Jammin' for Water that they have during the same time as WebTech um, in October. And so you could play, you could still play your <laughs> instrument if you wanted to in the water space, a little different um, venue there, but um, I just thought that was exciting to let you know they are having that again this year. That is great. Yeah. So let's talk about AOA for a little bit, right? So we have just been through this pandemic and tried to shift and do things. And I think that AOA is virtual this year and we're coming up on it. So could you tell us a little bit about what what to expect? 
Absolutely. And you're right, like every other organization, AWWA had to make a quick shift last year to virtual delivery of our content and information. And that includes conferences like ACE 21 All Virtual. What attendees can expect from ACE 21 is the quality and relevant programming that AWWA is known for, coupled with engagement opportunities, networking events, and a little bit of fun sprinkled in too for a really outstanding virtual experience. Is there any like particular sessions that you have in mind? I know you told me it's very diverse as far as content goes, and and let me just ask, I mean, I know it's a hard question to ask you what your favorite is, but anything kind of jump out in your mind? Oh boy, with six tracks and 80 hours of programming, it's hard to pick just one, but a few I would recommend are, of course, our, our keynote sessions, our opening general sessions where attendees can hear from general, Jennifer Sarah from World Bank. Our fireside chat with EPA is an interview with our CEO, David LaFrance and Radica Fox from EPA. But then we've also got quite a few sessions that are focused on diversity. One of those not to be missed is called Diversity and Inclusion Trailblazers, and it features AWWA Diversity Award winners Kathy Bailey from Greater Cincinnati Waterworks and Nancy Dunn from Xylem. And another exciting session is called Women Influencers in Water. And that session is moderated by AWWA President Melissa Elliott and features four influential women from the regulatory arena, from small utilities, large utilities, and also the consulting world. Yeah, and I really am excited about that. I know I saw the email come out and I was just sending it around because I love to see that. Thank you for, you know, to, uh, I'm not sure exactly who, what person, but AWA, including Empowering Women in Industry as a resource on this page. So it's a lot of uh, women resources on the diversity page as well. So definitely highlighting that for everyone to just get involved and being able to see women in our industry speaking, that is just beautiful to me. So thank you all for doing that. We are close to 50% women in terms of presenters, which we're, we're happy with. Awesome. Awesome. So that takes a lot of work too, just getting everybody lined up and, and especially during a time where you kind of didn't know which way you were going to go with the event to, to have that. And then also have you know close to 50% um, presenters. What do you see next as far as AOA in, in kind of the content? What else should we be looking for? At this particular conference, we've really covered the bases from a technical perspective, from water quality to innovation to infrastructure. And some of those pieces that are, that are quite interesting is some sessions put together by the California Nevada section of AWWA. And even though we're virtual, the in-person conference was going to be in San Diego and they're our local host. So they are keying in on some California specific topics. One of those sessions is um, on wildfire impacts on treatment and distribution, something that certainly hits close to home for California, as well as a century of water innovation in California and Nevada. But beyond that, we've got technical sessions covering water quality issues like microplastics, water reuse from a variety of angles, PFAS, and of course, regulatory perspectives from US EPA. Yeah, I was I I was talking with kind of the industry as a whole. There's several different parts of this of, you know, when we talk about PFAS and PFO and and just educating people for one on what all of this is and then, you know, whether or not we can 
you know, take action and really affect change here. This is exciting. It's exciting that we know people are working on it and have been. It's not new. Uh, it's new to us in the kind of media when we've been talking about it, but uh, people have been researching it for quite some time. So I'm excited about that too. I mean, just so much and, you know, talking about sustainability and, and water and we have to we have to start with coming together and then we have to get educated, right? So that's where y'all come in and, and creating these wonderful tracks. So anything else that, you know, you've been thinking about? I mean, I, I always want to get into people's stories and, and kind of figure out how you, how you work. And um, I know you kind of mentioned you fell into this industry, but with water, it's, it kind of becomes a, a way of life, right? It really does. I came into the industry sort of by accident and I've stayed in it because of the opportunities, but also because of the people that are involved in this industry. And that kind of leads me to networking events that are taking place at ACE. There's a variety of them. There's a diversity clubhouse, a women's networking event um, for YPs networking with the boss, because I realized this is just a hard time to really contact some of the people in charge and, and make those career moves that are so important to YPs. Um, and then we also have networking sessions with some of our AWWA officers, our presidents and our vice president and our president-elect, talking about more of these fun topics their hobbies, what they like to do in their spare time. And so I think these are some great opportunities to connect uh, with the people that really make our industry such a rich place to be. Well, there you go. There's my session right there. So I can get into what do people do in this industry? It's it's fascinating. I feel like I used to say this just about engineers, but they always have this neat hobby or, or thing that they do that is just wild to imagine somebody doing that on their own. And so I'm fascinated by that part, the human side of, of everything. And then water, water, you know, is vital to life. So we're really excited about that. And we're excited that y'all stay together and that you're continuing to do this. I know uh, we are an industry of essential workers, so you, you really didn't get to stop and you, you kind of trying to create something like this and then, you know, people juggling life and, and work. Oh, we've been so fortunate because you're right. We are in essential industries. Our workers couldn't stop. And yet during the pandemic, I've really seen our industry come together in a way that I haven't seen before to support each other and help each other and develop the resources that we needed to, uh, to really get through the worst of the pandemic and some of the effects that will be lasting for, for several years. Yeah, for sure. Well, I'm excited uh, to share this with everybody and kind of promote that, you know, that this is happening and to get involved. Uh, but just as we've been talking, is there anything else you want to say to our listeners? Um, you know, I just will say, I hope you will join us at ACE 21 All Virtual. There's great program, great programming, great networking, um, and a little bit of fun too. I mean, we've managed to take things like our competitions, which it's a little hard to simulate pipe tapping in the virtual world, but we have a water trivia challenge and everybody can participate in that. Um, and we'll also be crowning our best of the best water taste test winner in a virtual taste test that we'll be holding at ACE. So really looking forward to um, the full virtual experience that we have at ACE 21. Excellent. And thanks for trying to make it fun. I mean, that is what it's all about. I know that's the, the challenge for these virtual events, but it uh, sounds like you've got some really cool things uh, lined up for us and, and definitely the networking. We, we've got to do that in baby steps and get back out there networking with each other. Exactly. Well, thank you again for, for being on here and I look forward to meeting you someday in person. Likewise. Thanks so much, Charlie. 
And that's a wrap for this bonus episode of the Empowering Industry Podcast. If you want to continue the conversation with us, you can tag us on social media at Empowering Pumps using the hashtag Empowering Industry Podcast or email us at podcast at empoweringpumps.com. Don't forget to register for ACE 21 All Virtual. That link is in the show notes. And then while you're at the event, make sure you're posting social media updates so we can follow along with you and see what you loved most about the event this year. Also, don't forget to subscribe, rate and review all of those good things. And we'll be back on Monday with a full episode. So until then, be empowering.